the big city of Sioux Falls to meet their newborn cousin. The kids chattered for 90 miles to the city of North Platte, with Colton fighting action figure superhero battles and saving the world several times on the way. It wasn't quite 10 p.m. when we pulled into the town of about 24,000, whose greatest claim to fame is that it was the hometown of the famous Wild West showman, Buffalo Bill Cody. North Platte would be about the last civilized stop, or at least the last open stop, we'd pass that night as we headed northeast across vast stretches of cornfields, empty of everything but deer, pheasant, and an occasional farmhouse. We had planned in advance to stop there to top off both the gas tank and our bellies. After a fill-up at a Sinclair gas station, we pulled out onto Jeffers Street, and I noticed we were passing through the traffic light where, if we turned left, we'd wind up at the Great Plains Regional Medical Center. That was where we'd spent 15 nightmarish days in March, much of it on our knees, praying for God to spare Colton's life. God did, but Sonia and I joke that the experience shaved years off our own lives. Sometimes, laughter is the only way to process tough times. So as we passed the turnoff, I decided to rib Colton a little. Hey, Colton, if we turn here, we can go back to the hospital, I said. Do you want to go back to the hospital? Our preschooler giggled in the dark. No, Daddy, don't send me. Send Cassie. Cassie can go to the hospital. Sitting next to him, his sister laughed. Nuh-uh, I don't want to go either. In the passenger seat, Sonia turned so that she could see our son whose car seat was parked behind mine. I pictured his blonde crew cut and his sky-blue eyes shining in the dark. Do you remember the hospital, Colton? Sonia said. Yes, Mommy, I remember, he said. That's where the angels sang to me. Inside the expedition, time froze. Sonia and I looked at each other, passing a silent message. Did he just say what I think he said? Sonia leaned over and whispered, Has he talked to you about angels before? I shook my head. You? She shook her head. I spotted an Arby's, pulled into the parking lot, and switched off the engine. White light from a street lamp filtered into the expedition. Twisting in my seat, I peered back at Colton. In that moment, I was struck by his smallness his little boyness. He was really just a little guy who still spoke with an endearing and sometimes embarrassing, call it like you see it, innocence. If you're a parent, you know what I mean. The age where a kid might point to a pregnant woman and ask very loudly, Daddy, why is that lady so fat? Colton was in that narrow window of life where he hadn't yet learned either tact or guile. All these thoughts flashed through my mind as I tried to figure how to respond to my four-year-old's simple proclamation that angels had sung to him. Finally, I plunged in. Colton, you said that angels sang to you while you were at the hospital? He nodded his head vigorously. What did they sing to you? Colton turned his eyes up and to the right, the attitude of remembering. Well, they sang, Jesus loves me, and Joshua fought the battle of Jericho he said earnestly. I asked them to sing, We will, we will rock you, but they wouldn't sing that. 
as Cassie giggled softly. I noticed that Colton's answer had been quick and matter-of-fact, without a hint of hesitation. Sonia and I exchanged glances again. What's going on? Did he have a dream in the hospital? And one more unspoken question. What do we say now? A natural question popped into my head. Colton, what did the angels look like? He chuckled at what seemed to be a memory. Well, one of them looked like Grandpa Dennis, but it wasn't him, because Grandpa Dennis has glasses. Then he grew serious. Dad, Jesus had the angels sing to me because I was so scared. They made me feel better. Jesus? I glanced at Sonia again and saw that her mouth had dropped open. I turned back to Colton. You mean Jesus was there?